the sports staff of the Holland Sentinel. This is From the Press Box. With your hosts, Brian Vernellis, Dan Diadonna, and Chris Zatarazny. Hello, and thank you all for joining us. This is From the Press Box, the weekly sports uh, podcast presented by the Holland Sentinel sports staff. Took a little bit of a hiatus there, <laughs> but we've come back. There's stronger, weather enough for sports now. Stronger so. and strong enough than ever. Um, I am Brian Vernellis, Digital Director at the Sentinel, joined by Sports Editor Dan Diadana and Assistant Sports Editor Chris Zadarazny. Guys, thank you for being here. Like I said, we took a little thank bit you, of a hi- we took a little bit of a hiatus because you guys were swamped yeah. with all the spring sports starting up, which is what you want to talk about today. Yep, for sure. Because you've got 101 things going on. Chris is on his way to. Sorry, what was it? Training? Baseball and softball Baseball. today. So yeah. we're going to make this as quick as possible so he can get out the door. Yeah. We've got some lots of good things going on already, which is nice. Gonna, so. Who wants to start first? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll start first. With, okay. uh, we'll start with the track first because last night was Zealand East versus Zealand West track, and that has become the main event of spring sports uh, for us. Zealand East, uh, they're defending state champions in boys track, and they're defending state runner-up in girls track by one point. And Zeeland West is a perennial top five in the state finisher as well. And they share the same track, the same stadium, the same campus, the same friends, family, whatever. Um, So it's really interesting to see. And uh, they're very different programs, too. I mean, they all have, like, you know, the kind of nuts and bolts basic of what makes a good um, track and field team. But Zeeland East is completely the most dominant field program um, that I've ever seen in a high school program. They, um, they have all state kids, boys and girls in the discus, the shot put the high jump, the long jump and um, pole vault. uh, Is there a pole vault? They have pole vault. We'll see if they make it this time, Uh, but they Zeal West had a, a all state pole vaulter last year. Um, but they and then they also have all state hurdlers. They have right. Uh, they have sprinters, middle distance, distance, everything. Um, Zealand West. That's Zealand East. Zealand West has a lot of those pieces, but their biggest strength is like their relay depth. They do very well in all the relays, and that becomes a big a big factor. But it was it was just very exciting. The Zealand East girls beat the Zealand West girls by one point last night, and there's so many different th- things that go into it. There was. Right. Um, in the uh, 800 meter run, a girl, I think her name's Chloe Kykstra, won by two hundredths of a second in the 800. Jeez. And that's the point swing that it was. Or And it ended up coming down to whoever won the last relay. And they put um, Tsunomi Noren for Zelenese. They made her the anchor of that relay, which she had never done before. She is the two-time defending state champion in the high jump. She was state runner-up in the hurdles by a hundredth of a second and was I think second or third in the long jump at the state meet too. She does just about everything. Um, but she anchored that, um, relay and they won and they won the meet. Um, uh, the, the guys meet wasn't quite as close, but it was still like great moments from both teams. And right. they're, they're the two power teams. It's been an interesting track season because of the weather. Um, and then, you know, little things here and there like Holland Christian. I, I don't know if, uh, Chris is aware of this. The Holland Christian girls beat Zealand East um, earlier this year in a uh, interesting dual meet, uh, and it was uh, 
so it's kind of the whole the OK Green is like the most dominant conference in the state because they have um, Hamilton is also usually a top five six in the state team. So is Zealand West, so is Zealand East, and then Holland Christian's got Kayla Windemuller, and now that distance relay in the girl, for the girls at least that has uh, made them a little bit of a factor too. So it's and then Holland's got their distance guys too, Nick Hoffman and Sam Martins and Shane Altvader. I mean they there's. Every school's got some good pieces, which is really good. And then West Ottawa, they kind of get swallowed up because they're in the OK red. Um, and uh, there's Rockford and East Kentwood are big-time state powerhouses there. But they have their you know, high-caliber pieces. Um, One being Aaron hurt- Weimer, he's a distance runner. For right, the and Morgan well. Miller, the hurdler, um, and Austin, uh, Austin Skipper, the hurdler. So... It'll be interesting to see how they go because they're always. I mean, those other teams are just fighting for the state title all the time, and they're in their conference. And then Saugatuck is on the reverse end of theirs. They dominate their conference. They could um, all their kids, I think, could run only half of their normal races, and they'd still win conference. Uh, but their their goal is always aiming for a state championship. Two, they're a perennial top five team. The boys have won quite a few, three in the last five, right? Something like that. Yeah, um, state titles and uh, the girls have been in the top five most of those times too. So it's it's kind of crazy all that all that talent and it's all different. It's not like every school around here they got great sprinters, you know, or whatever. There yeah. there is every every event has some sort of multiple elite kids from around here, which is uh, which has made it re- really fun. And it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens with the the OK Green Conference meet and then moving into regionals in the state meet which is at zealand stadium for division two which is where all of those okay green schools will be going except for holland so um kind of a kind of exciting finish and finally some good weather yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that was nice them. that was a nice meet to cover last night i, I had no you know track meets could get kind of long but i had no problem standing <laughs> out there last night for sure You've also got some tennis that you wanted to talk about as well. Yeah, it's uh, we've got some. I mean, girls tennis is what's going on in high school right now, but boys and girls tennis has been is is one of our better sports. Usually, I mean, depth wise, all the teams um, are good. We never, you know, we don't have really many bad teams. You know, they're always uh, represent pretty well. Um, West Ottawa is poised for a pretty big year. I think they're ranked sixth right now. They are so good. How good are they? They are so good that their number two singles player from last year is in the doubles lineup now because they had freshmen come up and be that good. So they've got um, an underclassman, first singles player, Chloe Carp. She's a, uh, I guess on her, she's a junior now, I think. But she's been our player of the year the last two years already. And then now they have two... Um, Two freshmen at number, I think number two and number four, and then half the kids that were in two kids that were in their singles lineup last year, which they were I think top ten or eleven in the state, are now in their doubles lineup. So um, they're they're poised for a pretty big season, which would be pretty pretty cool to see. Um, the rest of the you know the OK Green the same thing, a lot of um, good teams there. Zealand East is actually unbeaten right now in there. They have not played Holland Christian yet, um, but they. They look poised to take that OK Green title uh, away. Holland Christian has won it for like every year since there's been the OK Green. Um, I think 12 years, something like that. Um, and this will, this could be the first time that that gets um, taken away. But 
I would never count Holland Christian out until it happens. So, um, especially when half of it is determined by the conference tournament. So all the teams play in factors on what happens yeah. that day. Uh, but the number number one singles players all around the OK Green are really really good. We've got um, I mean Chloe Carp's in the for West Ottawa was in the red, um, but she's one of the best players in that conference too. But in the green, Hollins Sadie Johns went undefeated in the green last year. Um, and she's back and really good. We got Ashlyn Wolfram from Hamilton that was the basketball powerhouse in the post. She is a number one singles tennis player and is uh, really, really good. And she moved up from three to one this year, and she's more than holding her own at that spot. She's probably the most athletic player we've got. Um, then we got Lindsay Scott from Zealand East, um, and she's doing, you know, she's hanging with those uh, the other two. Um, she might even beat. She might have even beat Ashlyn. I can't remember off the top of my head, but they all it, it's a it's a pretty good mix. And then um, Angela Burke from Holland Christian, they all kind of win or lose. They all kind of have the same close scores yeah. sometimes, yeah. you know, and it's just kind of this carousel um, that Holland Sadie Johns has been a little bit ahead of. I think she's won all of them, but most of them have been very close. So um, last year she kind of breezed through the OK Green number one singles, and now um, – the depth of the number one singles players has gotten a lot better. So that's, it's been really interesting to watch. So um, if there was every year to just go out and go to a tennis match and just sit and watch the number one singles match, it's this year because it'll be good. <laughs> it'll be really good tennis. I mean, you're talking college-level tennis um, from all from everybody in the area, which is pretty exciting. So It is pretty exciting. Chris, we want to talk a little baseball, softball, and um, some Hope College stuff end of we, the year. We do. And on the flip side of going out and watch tennis, go out and watch baseball, too. I mean, <laughs> uh, quite honestly, uh, you're going to see some of the best pitchers around in the area. Yeah. Um, and, and that I've ever seen. I don't know about you, Dan, but, I mean, there's there's some great pitchers out there. And I think there's been three or four no-hitters so far. There's been a five-inning five perfect game, um, a few complete games, not shutouts, but close enough. Um so different teams have uh, each star. Each each team has a star, one or two. Uh, we'll start with at the top, uh, West Ottawa, Tyler Bosma. He is just a, a beast. I mean, <laughs> on the mound, you don't want to you don't want to face him on the batter's box. He's like no. six five. No more six, than that. six maybe. Yeah, lefty, six six lefty. Okay, wicked curveball. Yeah, he's committed to Miami of Ohio, and he's he hasn't hit his full stride yet because he was in basketball tournament. Okay. Uh, that went through the end of March, and he missed about a week or two of practice. So he should be getting hitting a stride right about now uh, in the season. Um, in he's already of, what like five and one. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> that's like oh, that's great, right? He hasn't even he hasn't even gotten there yet. He re- he reaches peak at some point in this the first week of May, usually into the end of May, and he'll be unhittable at most times. Um, so West Ottawa is gonna be really good because of him. Um, and so if you want one pitcher to watch too, which helps yeah but, if you want one yeah. pitcher to watch it's Tyler Bosma in West Ottawa he is he is insane um, I mean we're talking about a kid that could get that if everything goes right will be drafted yeah. in a few years down the yeah. road um, and that's how good of an athlete he is everybody's been watching him play basketball he was our basketball player there. he was mm-hmm. first team all state whatever yeah he's a division one pitcher that's what he's going to college for yeah. he could he could have gone division one for basketball but Easily. he's going division one to play to pitch so that should tell you how much better he is as a baseball player which is who was looking insane. at him basketball wise uh he had some interest in some max schools uh, he had a lot of interest in like gliac yeah. division two schools too but like yeah. but he it was pretty he made it pretty clear 
early on that he he was going to play baseball. Okay. So, yeah. Secondly, we've got uh, Zealand West, and they've thrown a couple of no hitters this year. Um, surprisingly, the first game of the season, first start of the season for them, uh, Cody Bomer threw a seven inning no hitter. Oh jeez! Yeah. In late <laughs> March, before all the weather hit, I mean, it was yeah. still kind of cold. It was eh, whatever, and he threw he threw a no hitter. I mean, it was <laughs> what? Uh, that's kind of crazy. Um, and then uh, next to him, they've got another guy that threw a no hitter recently. Uh, I can't think of his name. Um, Kender. Caleb Kender might be Caleb Kender. Uh, I'm looking through my Twitter. They tag me every time, so right. <laughs> it, it is Caleb Kender. He also threw a no hitter uh, for them. So you got two duck stars that can throw possibly no hitters and go long in games. So you got two guys that can get you wins most days. Um, on the other side of the school, Zealand East, you got Adam Berghorst, who just recently committed to Michigan State for uh, football and baseball. Um, he is an amazing pitcher as well. Very lanky, very tall, can throw all kinds of different kinds of pitches, um, fastball, curveball. I think he's got a change, or, um, yeah. change up. Um, when's, yeah. when's the last time you saw a 6'8", pushing 300-pound defensive lineman <laughs> pitch? It's unbelievable, and he's so good. Well, is he going to have to make a choice when he gets to state between one or the other? Nope. Because No, he signed with both. He signed yeah. with both, but... He might have to eventually. Uh, yeah, yeah, eventually. Like serious. Yeah. He but he's either a, way. He's, his size <laughs> caters to football so well, but exactly. talent-wise, he's a better baseball player. He's only a junior so, right now. Okay. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. He's got a year left. I mean, look out next year when he's going to be <laughs> in tip-top shape going, before he goes to college. That's going to be insane. Yeah. Uh, behind him, they've got uh, Clayton Cochran, who has not thrown a no-hitter yet. <laughs> I say yet because it's the trend is, like is going there. The trend's going there. It seems there. like it is weak. Uh, they they are just as good uh, at times. They've they had eight games in a row at home after the snow, and they didn't really get on the road. So they're kind of going through a little bumpy bumpy time right now and trying to get back into rhythm after that snow. Um, but he has thrown a couple of great games behind Adam, and if he continues to do that and it rubs off on, on him, you know, look yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> East West at the top, Holland Christian. Right, and Holland yeah. Christian, I haven't gotten there yet. Um, Chris Machma, he's thrown a no hitter. He uh, might be the best of the bunch, and that's. He was our co-baseball player of the year last yeah. year. And, I mean, that's also going to Michigan State for baseball. So him and Berghorst will be teaming up. And his, bro- his brother is at State right now? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mike Mike Machma. Yeah. He threw a few no-hitters. Yep. So you've got him um, <laughs> leading the charge for the Maroons. And uh, not every game he's going to throw a no-hitter, but he's a threat every game to just shut you down. Yeah, him and Bosman no for sure. Every game. Those are the top two guys. Um, so if, if you're facing Chris Machma, you better have a game plan ready to go. Bunt. Um, bunt. That could be part <laughs> of they've it. Got, they've got. He's got a quick. He's got quick feet and quick, quick arms. If, um, if I were an opposing team, I would bunt in the first inning. So it's not one of those. You know, like people give a hard time yeah. for. Oh, it's the seventh inning for high school game. We're in the ninth inning, and somebody's going to bunt yeah. in a major league game. Whatever, bunt in the first inning. You think yep. he's going to be a threat? Do it now. Yeah. Yep. So behind Chris Machma, you've got Tanner Shoemaker, who also threw a five inning no hitter um, for them, and they're they're really good. I mean, their lineup is. Is younger, but they're still they can hit. Um, so they're still if, unbeaten in the green, right? Yeah, yeah. If they can, if they get a couple runs on you early on, down year, year, look out. And those two guys are on the mound, so that's that's a pretty dangerous one-two combo. So you got a one-two combo in uh, Zealand West, Zealand East, and Holland Christian. Yeah, wow. It's crazy. And Sagatug and Sagatug. Brad Dunn and Evan Zarnecki. They're pretty good they pitchers both, themselves. They both pitched quite well lately. Um, obviously, lower on the totem pole in terms of school size, so they don't get as much coverage. But they have been quite well as well, as good as well. Yeah ridiculous so that being said anybody on the softball side throw any no hitters <laughs> uh i 
have not seen enough softball actually to okay. know that. Um, but I do know Never that reported, really. Ashton Maloney for Holland is pitching every single game for them. So doubleheaders included. Doubleheaders included. So Jeez. she faced, um, I think it was Middleville a week ago, and I was at that game because I was watching a Holland Zealand East game. Right. And she pitched both games, and she threw upwards of 250 pitches that, that day. <laughs> and then she was going back out the next day to throw another game. Yeah, and that's they're, they're a younger I, team. Some so. of the teams will do that. I know you can throw you more as a softball pitcher, right? Just because the mechanics are different, and there's less tear, wear and tear. But come on, that seems that, like it seems like a lot in high school. Exactly, yeah. and then she goes out the next day. Yes, yeah. She pitched the entire tournament I, this past weekend for for them. Right. They hosted She's three, good, or, three or four games. She's really good. I mean, honestly, though, I mean, we a lot of teams rely on their ace in softball quite a bit more right. and and will pitch a lot of times they'll pitch the first game and then relieve the second game or something yes. like that um give them a little bit of a break but like but i also don't remember any major softball injuries in uh, around right. here mm-hmm. for a number of years right. so who knows i don't know enough about the i mean i know that yeah like you said the mechanics are different and it's less wear but it's still something and i don't really i don't really know what to make of it but so she's pitching 250 pitches a, a game. That's just in the game. That doesn't count warm pitches. It Wait, doesn't count, you know. 250 a game or oh, sorry, no, two, in two a games, day? In, okay. in two games. But that doesn't count warm pitches at all yeah. or whatever that may be, um, getting ready for before the game. You know, that, that's got to be very taxing on your arm. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm not a coach. and yeah. But she seems to have success. I mean, she gets strikeouts. She gets groundouts. They're not. Sure. They're younger, so they're not getting a whole lot of wins. But this is how they're going to be learning uh, right. as a younger team. A lot of a lot of sophomores on there um, that just haven't gotten to that point yet of being yeah. at varsity level. But because they're younger, this is how they're going to learn. Well, <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. not like our college pitcher from Cornerstone, Brooke Leonard. She was our three-time player of the year. She pitched a 17, 17 inning complete game last week. It's uh, a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Uh, and we want to go on to Hope College now? Yeah, we got some stuff going on. Yeah. It's going to be a busy week uh, for Hope College sports. Uh, men's tennis, men's lacrosse, softball, women's tennis, and women's lacrosse are all in the MIAA tournament this week. Jeez. And then men's and golf also made it to the national tournament. Graduation is Sunday. 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 Yeah. And the uh, Wednesday and Thursday is the MIAA track meet. It's not the same as a tournament because it's a whole meet but that's an adrian on thursday is the main day for that too so. Yep, so all teams basically play on thursday except for uh women's lacrosse and men's lacrosse they both play on wednesday but you're going to get men's tennis they're playing adrian uh here uh, here at four o'clock on uh thursday winner advances and then the uh, highest seed in most of the tournaments mm-hmm. highest seed will host the uh the championship match okay. uh in men's lacrosse they play wednesday they are the number one seed in the tournament they, have, they probably get a good shot at winning that. i'm pretty sure they're undefeated yeah um yeah, of course, so. undefeated in the in the league okay. they're really good they've got multiple scoring threats their their goaltenders is fantastic he recently won miaa goaltender of the week so that tells you all you need to know about how good they I'm are i'm really yeah. interested to see what they do if they win out and go to the national tournament because i want to see if miaa lacrosse is gaining any sort of ground on the national stage because yeah. yeah. it's kind of been it's been new to the MIAA. It's only had it for three, four years as a varsity sports, but it's been kind of like football where it's like, congratulations. Now you you went play. undefeated yeah. in the MIAA. Now you got to go play Mountain Union and lose 50-6. to six. So it'll be interesting to see how that moves up right. now with lacrosse yeah. because they, they are a legitimate, really good team. Yeah, This will be a really easy way to tell how good they are. 
Um, so they play Alma at 7 o'clock at uh, Van Andel on Wednesday. I will be there. Uh, softball, they almost they kind of squeaked into the tournament uh, late. They did lose, They did win. Sorry. They won their last two games of the season, so that's how they were able to get in. Um, they needed to win one. They will play uh, Calvin, and the entire tournament is at St. Mary's uh, beginning Thursday. It's kind of like a round it's a, it's a one. A it's a site. Yeah. yeah, it's a site thing. It's a double loss. It's like a two loss. Yes, yeah, what it is. Tournament. Two loss yeah. tournament. So double elimination tournament. Uh, women's tennis. They play. Uh, they are also the first seed in their uh, fourteen tournament. Twelve o'clock on Thursday over at the Hope Tennis Complex, and then women's lacrosse Wednesday. They play uh, Calvin, number one Calvin, uh, at Calvin on Wednesday. So wow, lots of things. Lots plenty of, things. of Hope events and yeah. high school events to <laughs> watch this week. And the track teams are going to aim for their title too. So I mean, they're they're the front runners, or in the. Them and Cal, it'll be them versus Calvin, pretty much. Right, yeah. it's May, so. so we're kind of into the the final stretch here of the season for uh, a number of college teams and high school. We'll be ending in yeah, two or three weeks this week, so they got to balance postseason with exams, which sometimes take less time than a full right. slate of classes, but at the same time, it's a lot more stress and yep. studying and everything else. So, kind of crazy. Well, thanks, guys, for the rundown. Yeah, anything else you guys want to talk about? Get out there, everybody! It's <laughs> nice out finally. Yeah. Definitely a lot of opportunities around the area to go see some That's right. That's right. great oh, athletes. Grant Wolfram, who's from Hamilton, that pitches at Davenport, he threw a no-header this week, too. Oh, <laughs> Lots of things happening. Yeah. There's always something. Including tulip time. There's always something. <laughs> well, I think that will just about do it. Chris has got a big sport event to get to. It's huge. Holland Christian versus Zealand West. You know, <laughs> two, of those so, two of those pitchers. Two of those pitchers threw no hitters, so we'll Mach see. Are they versus do it again? Bombers. We'll yeah. see how this oh, goes. That's probably, that should be the first game perfect. matchup. And Shoemaker versus uh, and that contender. That'd be great. That game's in half an hour. That so? uh, game is just underway. Oh, yeah. we'll so, so. we'll shut up and get you out there. That's right. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. I'm Brian Vernellis on behalf of Dandy Adana and Chris Zetarazny. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>